You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family. Welcome back to the podcast. It's Brick, and I am grateful that you've tuned in for our Friday Missions podcast. This Friday is actually a little bit different because uh, we don't have a missions partner that we're featuring for this Friday. Instead, I wanted to bring to you all a devotion, and it's going to be really simple, but I hope that you can take some new things from it or be refreshed um, from Scripture. And where I'm coming from is um, a great passage when you're talking about missions, and it's the Great Commission. It's in Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. Um, undoubtedly, you've heard uh, this passage again and again, but I'm going to read it uh, to you and unpack it a little bit. Um, because I think it's got some great truths for us to remember during this time. Uh, The first thing I do want to say is that, um, you know, when Jesus gave the Great Commission, he gave it to his disciples, which were, um, they were uncertain, they didn't know what was going to happen, and really they were coming out of this time where this of uncertainty in regards to him being, you know, buried. And so they're, they're, life was very chaotic, and they were about to step into a very chaotic time. Um, And this is when he gave the Great Commission. So to me, I think, wow, in this day and time, right, as we've gone through COVID-19 and as we're trying to struggle with some chaos in our lives, um, how much more applicable is the Great Commission to us um, than it ever has been? So um, read this in light of uh, where you are and... um, Let me read it to you, starting with verse 18 of Matthew 28. It says this, And Jesus came and said to them, his disciples, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Well, the first thing that I want to highlight out of this passage, right, comes in verse 18. The first thing that Jesus says to his disciples. Um, Before Jesus even gets to the command, right, he says this statement, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And so, you know, as we seek to be obedient to the Great Commission, um, what a reassuring reminder, right, for us that, behold, All authority has been given to Christ. All authority in heaven and on earth. So he's got all of the authority. We are simply his followers. And we can trust in his authority as we go out on his mission. All right, so then we jump into the command, right? And so what is the first thing that Jesus tells his disciples and commands us as well? Well, it is go make disciples. And so Christ, Christ tells the Christian, right? He tells you, he tells me, go make disciples. Our response, our natural response to that command, the first thing that we should say really is, where? Where do you want me to go? Or who? Who do you want me to go to? And to be honest, that, you know, us asking that question, where or who, has some, some pretty big implications to it. 
because I promise you that it will take you somewhere or to someone. Um, And most often it will take you out of your comfort zone. Um, But following the call, you know, asking that question, who do I go to or where do I go to? When we ask Christ that, it has the potential to take you across your street to your neighbor, but it also has the potential to take you around the world to the nations, right? As Christ said, go make disciples of all nations. Um, The understanding of that is, man, Christ may call some of us, uh, most of us, to step across our street, um, across the Walmart register to make a disciple of someone who's lost. Um, But he also calls some of us to the nations, to pick up our lives and move. Um, and so when we ask when we ask Christ where, um, we need to be prepared to walk in obedience as he calls us to go somewhere. So I, so I say this, let that first command motivate you, right? As Christ calls us to go, let that motivate you. All right, so we're called to make disciples, right? We're called to go make disciples. But the question that, that you may ask, which is a great question, is, well, what does it look like to make a disciple. What does it mean to make a disciple? And to be honest, if we, um, if I unpack that tonight, then this would turn into an audiobook, and um, we'd have I'd have way more to talk about um, than what we can cover in just this small podcast. But um, that being said, we're going to narrow it down just to the words that Christ spoke to his disciples, right? And this is boiling it down, but. Christ does lay out what it looks like to make a disciple um, when he gives this command, right? And it, it happens in verse 19 when he says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. And the first statement is baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, when we think of baptism, we think of, you know, going under the water as a symbol of the work that Christ has done in us. Um, but really, Christ's command to us is more than just, you know, I want you to baptize people with water. It's this implied command of saying, as you encounter people, I want you to be an instrument to bring new life into their lives, right? Now, Now, Christ is the one that saves us and makes us new, but he uses us as his disciples, as instruments to baptize people's lives and make them into new creations, and so it's so much more than just the symbol of baptizing with water. It's being a part of someone's life so that they can have absolute transformation. Um, the next thing that Christ um, lays out in regards to what it looks like to make a disciple is in verse 20. And it says this, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And I love this because what it emphasizes for me is that, you know, when we encounter someone and we, and we share the good news with them, that has changed our lives, you know, we're not, we're, we're really commanded not just to leave them there. Um, it's not enough for us just to share good news with someone. We're called to be in it with them for the long haul because teaching, you know, teaching and picking up skills takes time and relationship. And Christ calls us to, as we make new disciples, to be in it for the long haul. So, um, whatever discipleship relationships that you have, you know, people that you are discipling, it takes time and relationship. And so we can't give up when things get hard. We need to struggle and continue to, um, support them and disciple them even in the, in the difficult times. So I love that command by Christ, um, 
when it comes to teaching. All right, so, um, you know, we see that we're commanded to go, whether it's across the street or around the world. And we also see what it looks like to make disciples. And to be honest, that's a daunting task. I don't know about you, but there's many times when I walk out my door in the morning and the idea of making disciples just really seems more than I can handle. You know, the act of going out of my comfort zone is no fun. Um, the making disciples, being an instrument to create life change in someone's life, um, also sticking through the, the difficult and hard times in someone's life is difficult. Um, all of these things make following Christ's command difficult. Well, Christ really has a promise at the end that you can tie with the beginning of his statement, right? As, that he couches his command in. And I'll read the ending first, and then I'll, we'll go back to the beginning. But it says this, And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Right? So if you remember what, what I mentioned at the beginning, Christ says, All the authority in heaven has been given to me. So we follow the one who all the authority in the world has been given to him. And on top of that, he promises that he's with us always, even to the end of the age. And so I hope that's reassuring for you, right? That as you consider what it looks like to make disciples and how you can be obedient in that, remember that Christ, the one who has all the authority, is with you. Um, it's not based on our strength, right, that disciples are made and people's lives are changed because we can't do it. It really is based on Christ's work in us and through us, and he's with us as we go make disciples. So I hope that encourages you today as you go out. Um, two things that I want to just prompt you to ask yourself as the podcast ends is, number one, um, who is God leading me to? Um, who is he leading me to make to make a disciple? Um, who is he leading me to disciple? And the second question is, how can I make disciples this week? It's They're very similar questions. Um, so first of all, ask the Lord and ask him who he's directing you to, um, to, to make a disciple just as you are a disciple. Also, um, ask yourself how you can be creative and um, make disciples where you are um, right now. Undoubtedly, the Lord, um, because because Christ has given this command, he's opening up doorways for you to make disciples. And it's part of our obedience in following Christ's commission. So I hope that you have an excellent rest of your day and that you can think about um, what it looks like to make disciples in your own life.